0: Welcome to the Brave Enough podcast. Grab some coffee, sit back, or enjoy your drive, and let's get authentic, real, and into the good stuff. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today, where we're going to talk about life and work and all the messy stuff in between. So get ready. In Season 2, Episode 31, Sasha gives real-life tips on how we can utilize the extra time we may find ourselves with during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, here's your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut. Welcome to The Brave Enough Show. It's your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkat. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope whatever you're doing that you're staying well and that you are giving yourself some grace during this time. It's just a really weird time in our life and I don't know that there's any two people that have a similar situation and yet we're all kind of struggling with very different but yet real uh, and you know, acutely difficult things. And so I just want to tell all of you that I'm thinking of you. I've been praying for you. And if you're listening today, I hope you find some encouragement. I want to encourage you if you have not read the book Between Grit and Grace, this is my first book. It came out in the end of February, and I would just love a review of the book. If you have read the book, please post a picture, share with your friends on social media. As you know, due to the COVID-19 crisis, most of my book launch was canceled. And so it would just mean a lot to me if you have read the book, if you post about it. If you haven't, check it out. There's something in there that I think is really applicable to the time that we're in right now, which is self-discovery. And it's actually what I wanted to talk about today. So you can find that at Amazon or you can find it at target.com, barnesandnoble.com, all of those places. If you're stuck and you have a lot of extra time, check out the book. It's something that I think you will find really encouraging and a book about self-discovery. So what I wanted to talk about today is using time alone to improve yourself, because I think that if you're like most of us adults today, you are probably going to work, or if you're not working in an essential quote unquote job, um, then you may be working from home. Or perhaps you are working less than you were working before. Maybe you're working more. It really just depends. It's the gamut. It's the spectrum. And we're all kind of finding ourselves in work situations that were completely different than what it was pre-pandemic. And even like myself who works in medicine, my job has changed um, in the way what I go about my job and how I do my job and my office time. I'm typically now doing from home or Zoom meetings instead of meeting in person. It's just been such a change. And most of us are not traveling right now. Um, We're not going to meetings. We're not going to events. We're not going to those concerts we bought tickets for, or we're not spending time on vacation, or we're not going to work dinners. Or we're not just doing a lot of the things, perhaps, you know, work events, work meetings out of town that we were doing before. And what we're finding ourselves is that we're either working from home and then staying home in the evenings and weekends, or we're going to work and coming straight home. And then again, we're just finding ourselves with more time. Now I'm not saying that we're not all working hard. I know we are but if you're like me your weekends your evenings have completely switched i mean my evenings pretty much 110% of the time are driving kids to and fro and the weekends are full of sporting events dance events uh, school events and just being there for my kids and right now all of that's canceled and so i'm finding myself you know at home on the weekends instead of traveling for work that which i normally do at least one weekend a month um I've had, you know, all of my meetings canceled, things like this. And I'm just like, what am I supposed to be doing with all this extra time? And perhaps, you know, at the beginning, it was like, okay, in the first few weeks, this is great. I'm going to catch up on all these home projects. I'm going to do all these things that I've been meaning to do. I think I cleaned out every drawer I have and, you know, reorganized everything (laughs) up, up teen times over. But then you get to this point where you're like, okay, what's next? And I think many of us are finding ourselves at that place. And before you grab Netflix or you grab, you know, some new show to watch or, Scroll or read the news. I want to maybe challenge you to take this a difficult or different, not difficult, excuse me, different direction, maybe difficult too. But I want you to stop and really ask yourself how you can utilize this period in your life to improve your own well being and kind of conduct almost a mini retreat. So I'm going to be talking about that in the next two episodes because honestly, I just kind of did this last weekend and I thought, why not talk about it? And there's this big kind of question when you have time that I think we we kind of push on ourselves in this hustle mentality of like, we always should be working. We should always be doing something productive. We should always be making money or writing something or helping in some way. But the truth is that we very rarely stop to spend time alone with yourself. And I think time is the most valuable commodity we own. And spending time alone with yourself is something that is so important. As you know, I lead a class twice a year called the master class. And I take a group, a small group of, of women, about 20 women through this class twice a year. And what we develop our habits to routinely spend time with ourselves. And I can tell you that it is a battle. It's a battle even for myself. If I have 30 minutes alone Sometimes I just want to veg. I just want to watch Netflix or I want to scroll social media or I want to read something. I don't want to actually stop and go inward because a lot of our times our our inside is a mess and we don't really want to clean it up. It's kind of like walking past that room or that you know, that closet that's a disaster that you have a ton of stuff in that you need to clean out. It's just easier to shut the door and keep on walking and find something else to do. And the truth is we can always find something else to do with our time. But I wanna really encourage you today to go inside and utilize time with yourself. Okay, so let's break that down. What does that mean? Um, the first thing that I would say is take your pulse, take your vitamin. It's kind of like going to the doctor <laughs> only you're just visiting yourself. There's a lot of areas in our life, spiritual, social, mental, physical, relationships that we can break down and go, how are we doing with this? And most of the time, I think, you know, we might be doing okay in like three out of the five or three out of the six areas that you define in your life. But there's probably one or two areas that are hurting or that maybe just need a little uptick or maybe just need a little clean out, so to speak. And I think the biggest thing to do is first just to identify those. So the first is just identify the areas of your life that need work. This could take several hours. <laughs> so one of the things I like to do is, and I've told you this in January, if you haven't listened to these podcasts, go back and listen. Cause I always do this once a year. I kind of do a self inventory on the main areas of my life. How am I doing physically? What are my professional goals? How am I doing mentally? What are my health goals? What are my social or relationship goals, my family goals? And I kind of do a self inventory. This is a great time right now in the middle of this pandemic, when we have all this extra time to do that to your, with yourself. And if you're like me, you know, I'm typically have one or two areas I'm doing really good in. And I tend to gravitate towards, towards those areas when I have spare time. But the reality is that for me to, really have a balanced life and for me to have a healthy mindset, I probably need to look into those areas that I'm not doing so well at. And when we get really busy in life and we're just going from work to home to kids to whatever we're doing, the last thing we have time for is to hit pause for 30 minutes and go, man, I'm just going to really investigate my relationships. Are there any relationships in my life that I need to work on? (laughs) No, we don't do that. We drive through Starbucks and grab a coffee and sit and watch Netflix while we watch our kids, you know, practice or whatever. So now is such a good time to do that. I mean, I've just been trying so hard to think positively about what I can do and how I can utilize this time, even though there's a lot of suffering right now. And, you know, there's a lot up in the air with the economy and, and our jobs and security and money that we've lost. It's also, we have a lot of time. Time is something that we would have given a lot for last year, the year before, right? How many times do we go, man, I wish I had more time. We have it right now. So the first thing to do is just kind of do an inventory of areas of your life. What are the big components? If you were going to put your life into a circle and you were going to break it out into pieces of pie, do a self inventory. What's going well, what's not going well. And then instead of driving yourself into going, looking at what's going well, spend a few brave hours journaling and asking yourself what's not going well. Okay. So the next thing to do is to establish short and long-term goals. So this is huge because this allows you to basically follow up the self inventory question with some small actionable steps. Now, what I don't want you to do is to overcommit at this point, because this is typically what happens. Okay. I'm just going to use our physical health. You go, well, okay. How am I doing with my physical health? Well, I probably should lose 20 pounds. Okay. How am I going to do that? Okay. I am never going to eat sugar or flour ever again. And I'm going to lose 20 pounds in the next, you know, two months. Okay. And then what happens is we start down this path towards our goal and we are doing really, really good You know, all week. We've avoided all this flour and sugar and then we go out to get dinner, we order out since no one's going out to dinner, we order out and it comes with you know some rolls and we're like, oh man, I've been doing so good. I'm just gonna eat one roll. And so then we eat one roll and then we're like, well, I already blew it. I might as well just have three. <laughs> okay, first of all, saying that you're never going to eat flour or sugar again, God bless America. Like who does that? Who can do that? Nobody. (laughs) So don't make that your goal because that's not realistic. Now, can you say I'm going to decrease my flour and sugar by 80% or 90%? Absolutely. You can do that. That's something you could probably do the rest of your life. Um, if you were super disciplined and if that was a goal that you had and you adopted that mindset, you could totally do that. So the first thing is set realistic goals you know, don't say, I'm not going to, I'm going to do this perfectly because that's what happens. Remember perfection paralyzes. So you set this major audacious goal and then you fall 10% short of it. And somehow you label yourself as a failure. And then it creates that cycle of self-shame when we really need self-compassion. So Build self compassion is the key to achieving your goals. So, whenever you do this self inventory, number one, expect that there's going to be areas of your life that aren't great. That's normal, that's typical. There's no human on the planet who is firing on all cylinders in all areas of their life and is doing it with perfection. That person doesn't exist. I don't care what they project on social media. I don't care with how they act in real life. If you spent any time with them behind the scenes, that is not who, the truth. That, that's just not reality. So give yourself some grace And self compassion, when you do your self inventory, establish short and long term goals that are realistic, okay? That actually are something you could follow through. For example, okay, I need to lose some weight. I'm gonna give myself six months to lose 20 pounds. And I'm gonna do that by Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday or whatever, I'm not going to eat this, or I'm going to do my best to eat. I'm going to allow this many meals are this good, or I'm going to move my body for 30 minutes a day. These are healthy goals that I'm just using as as an example that are much more achievable. And do you know what happens when we give ourselves the many goals that we slay? It builds our confidence and it actually builds the likelihood of you making that sustained change. When you give yourself large goals and then that have to require perfection, and be your sole focus to slay, the likelihood of you obtaining or achieving those goals are very low. I like to give myself three-month goals, one-year goals, and five-year goals. My five-year goal changes all the time. My one-year goal is pretty much right on target, I would say, 80% of the time. My three-month goals, I pretty much stay very focused on. Those don't change a lot. So that's how I think of it and I do this in all these different aspects of my life because what happens is if you stick with something for 3 months and you look back and you go, "Oh my gosh, I I did that. I said I was going to try to submit this article in the next 3 months and I did it." It feels really good. What doesn't feel good is if you say, "I'm going to write a book in the next 3 months" and you, you know, get to one chapter. Now, It probably was the same amount of time it took you to write one article as it took you to make maybe write one chapter, but the difference is in a mindset of you giving yourself a small actionable goal to improve this area of your life that you did self-inventory during this time during the pandemic to reach it. And it just is a cycle that then builds your confidence. The last thing that we wanna talk about is self-compassion. I touched a little bit on this, but this is really, really critical. And probably... One of the most difficult things to embrace in ourselves is self-compassion. And the key with compassion is the more compassion you give yourself, the more compassion you're going to give others. I don't know, I bet every single one of us has that one or two people and one or two people in our life that just are really hard on us and they're constantly. Bringing up our errors, you know, those are the people that you just can never seem to, to get on your side. You can't win them over. Okay. They're really critical of you. And you're constantly wondering, like, why does this person not like me? Why is this person so critical? Why, you know, we got off on the wrong foot, but I've tried to make amends. It just doesn't work. I guarantee you those people that are really critical of you are probably 10 times more critical of themselves. They are probably, they have so much self-loathing and they're probably so angry and critical of themselves that they don't know how to show compassion to other people. They just don't. Some of the most tolerant people that I know in life and the people that show me a lot of compassion have a lot of compassion for themselves. They recognize when they mess up, they recognize when they need grace and man, that's the kind of person I want to be. I want to be a person that shows m- immense compassion for others and for myself. And I never want to be a person that doesn't show that to other people because, you know, the world is full of critics and you yourself are. how critical you are to yourself. Now, I'm not telling you that you shouldn't hold yourself to a high regard and you shouldn't hold yourself to achieve. I mean, I love to achieve things. I love to put out goals and see if I can reach them. But I also give myself compassion because life happens. You know, I, I built up just using my book as a example. I had this huge audacious goal on my book and I had every intention of slaying that goal. And then the pandemic hit and all my, my events were canceled and all my plans to go. And I can't even go into a store and promote my book. I can't do any signings. I can't do any book club. And this was really hard for me, but you know what? I had to show myself compassion. I had to say, you know what? There's literally nothing you could do to prevent this. And you just got to pause and pivot and write new goals. And so give yourself compassion because the worst thing that could be done is for me to say, you know what? I failed this. I'm never writing again, right? Like that's failure. And so I really want to encourage you to number one, give yourself some time go deep during this pandemic and give do a self inventory you know get a journal i i don't know about you but i love to write things down and just write some stuff down what's good in your life what's not good in your life and then follow it with some realistic small actionable goals steps you can take in the next 3 months and 1 year and and really evaluate your the way you're spending your time this is huge in the class, in the master class I teach, I, every woman that comes into the class is overwhelmed and burned out. And all that she's, all of them say the same thing. They all say, you know what? I don't have time. I just don't have time for myself. Actually, we are our own CEOs of our life, of our time. We choose, we choose our jobs. We choose our promotions. We choose a lot of things in our life. There's some things we can't choose, but time and how we spend them is one of them. And we choose to set boundaries around our time or we choose not to. It's just a fact of life. And so I want us to really take this time where we can't choose, so to speak, where we're stuck in our homes at night and weekends or maybe even during the day or all day and go, okay, what am I gonna do right now to be a better person than I was, a stronger person, a more free person, a more educated person than, I, than I, when I came into this? Okay. That's my call for you today. There's so many things we can't control, but we can control how we spend our time. And I want to encourage you right now to find the positive in this. Go deep, do a self inventory, work on yourself, give yourself that gift. And guess what? It's free. (laughs) If you have two hours of your time. It's free to work on yourself. And man, does it feel good to know that you just took a self-inventory. Give yourself grace as you discover the things in your life that aren't great. We all have those areas, myself included. Remember to show yourself compassion. And as always, live brave. This has been an HSG production.